Let's go ahead and jump into our message today. Everybody say these words with me. Walking into permanent freedom. Walking into permanent freedom. How many of you have been helped by the Lord in breaking through a bad habit? How many of you? How many of you have uh, had the Lord free you from a load of shame from a sinful past? Does anybody here? So you have that. How many have been freed from failures that actually more or less defined your life before Jesus set you free? Isn't that true? Isn't it good? And I want to ask, what defines your life now? See, we want to get into that. So what is the ultimate goal of being set free from the power of sin's grip on the human soul? What's the ultimate goal of this? Well, I put up this. Everybody look up here with me. Father God planned to have an earthly family to be His eternal family restored to Him, empowered by Him, and everybody say representing. Representing Him. Say that again. Representing. So restored to Him, empowered by Him, and representing Him by, look, by what? By reigning in life and eternity with and through Him. Now this is Father God's goal with us, see. It's very important. If He set you free from something, where are you going? Because people who don't have a vision of where God is taking them return to the bondage which they left. You have to have the vision that God has for you. Now let's look at the next slide. Jesus is the ultimate picture. Everybody say ultimate picture. Or here's what I want to say. Or the, the functioning image of what we are becoming. Jesus Christ is the functioning image of what we are becoming. Everybody say, I'm becoming like Jesus. I'm becoming like our hearts. Now, let's see, look, think of Jesus now. Think, think of Jesus. Our hearts belonging completely to Father God. It's His. It's His no longer mine. Giving His heart. Proverbs 23, 26. Son, give me your heart. Daughter, give me your heart. You give Him your heart, the very core of all that you are. Says, and then He says, you're knitted to Him. Man, is this good or what? Knitted to Him. Your image, you're not knitted to sin's grip anymore. You're not knitted to the things that destroyed you. You're not tied up anymore. You're knitted to the one who loves you. Reflecting the fullness of His love and life in Jesus Christ. This is the goal. Now, how do we know this? Because Hebrews 1, verse 3, the first part of that, Jesus Christ is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of His nature. So, Jesus came to perfectly express who Father God is. So, you no longer have a problem putting earthly father's failures on eternal Father God. You don't need to define Him by your limited experience with His powerful love for you. He's crazy about you. He's crazy about you. 
He's nuts about you. You're so precious, you can't imagine the level of preciousness you are. You're so valuable to him, he gave his only son to get you. That's a high, high, high price. And secondly, we see Romans 8, 29. For those whom he foreknew, he also what? Predestined to be what? Everybody say it. To be conformed to the image of his son. The functioning image of your life is to represent Father God's heart in the planet. In order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So, so let, let, look at this. This next slide here. The functional image of God in representing Jesus as the ultimate picture of what all mankind is to be is under assault in the earth today. This is how we know. Just stop there for a minute. Back up. Back up. Let that absorb. All the problems on the planet are because of this. All of them. Every problem we got, this is a root issue. This is it. Nation rising up against nation. There it is. Kingdoms against kingdoms. There it is. This is the reason why everything... See, God's world is the complete flips. You've got to turn this one around and go flip it up. Jesus came and says, hey, the way up, down. I didn't come to rule over you. I came to be a servant of all. Everything changes. And that's under assault. I know people that... Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day, and they've never cried. I, I run into men, sometimes some women, so locked up inside, never cried, never let a tear out of their eyes. How can you be a human being and not cry? You can't. It's impossible. Jesus wept. He showed us how. And it wasn't over his own pain. It was over the loss of somebody else's heart. He felt it. So deeply that he, he expressed it. And it's the shortest and easiest verse to learn in the whole Bible. Jesus wept. <laughs> Lighten up. Come on here. I know this is for... The functional image of God in representing Jesus Christ as the ultimate picture of what all of mankind is to be is under assault in the earth today. Here's why. 1 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4. Even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of unbelievers. Now, what are they blind to? To keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Are you ready? Who is the image? The image of God. God says, I'm going to show you my likeness, who I am, the primal archetype or whatever. This is what you will look like. This is what you will be. For instance, just one of the attributes of Jesus is that is to be represented in his followers to emulate his character is to forgive your enemies. The blessed people who curse you. That doesn't come from anywhere on the planet except one person, the person representing Father God. It comes only from Jesus. Nobody thinks like this. Nobody. 
no religion, no ideology. There's nobody that does this except Jesus Christ. Oh, they'll act like they got it from somewhere, but they got it from Jesus. You can't find it anywhere else. It doesn't exist anywhere else outside of the person who came to perfectly represent the Father. It doesn't exist. Who forgives your enemies? Jesus Christ. You were His enemy. And look at you. Go thou and do likewise. And you represent the heart of the Father. So I put down, only Jesus does this. He is the source of forgiveness in the human race. The blood of the cross is the power of redemption that releases the forgiveness of sins. Everybody say, all sins. All sins. Jesus' power covers them all. Because his blood wipes them out. So look at this. Read this with me. Don't let me read it. You just look at it. Your high calling. Your high calling, our high calling in this life and eternity is to show forth the image of God as He truly is. This is only accomplished as He empowers us like a branch receives from the the vine. You cannot live for Jesus without Him in you doing the living. It's impossible. Your personal goodness will basically carry you right into hell. Jesus patterned this for us. Look at how Jesus says, John 5, 19. So Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, look at this. Look, the Son can do nothing of His own accord. Jesus is the archetype. He's the, he's the way He says, I can do nothing on my own. I want you to be like me. You can't do anything on your own. can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. So I want to kind of shift a little bit now to a... How many of you feel like the Lord has lovingly massaged your heart into an openness and receptivity to Him this morning? Okay, I believe the Lord was thinking ahead of what I have, is coming up next. Let me just go ahead and tell you, the Holy Spirit is the most, He's so smart. And He's so much fun. He, the kingdom of God is not uh, meat or drink, it's righteousness and joy. And peace. And the Holy Ghost. If you've got the Holy Spirit, you've probably got some joy available. I'm, I'm not kidding. He, he is a hoot. The more you get into the love of God, the more you find out they are hilarious. Look at you. Look at me. We're hilarious. Look at this. It is phenomenal. And C.S. Lewis said it this way. He says, joy is serious business in heaven. Joy is serious business. And then, oh, wow. Lift your heads up. Some of you need another dose of the oil of joy. Just let it come on you. Whew, let it come on you. Let it come on you. The world's sadness will be displaced with the Jesus' gladness. Let it come in right now. 
the oil of joy, an anointing for overcoming with joy in your heart. Not gutting it through, but laughing, where, laughing it through. Enjoying your victorious life in Christ. Let's praise him. Hallelujah. 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 Jesus was exalted above his brothers because of his righteousness and his justice. He says, and I have anointed him with the oil of gladness. Jesus is a happy God. He's not one of those guys like, you see these scars on my hands? You did this. He's not like that. He goes, I willingly gave myself because you're so precious to me. You're so precious to me. And I, I, I'm marked forever by how deeply I love you. So here's where we kind of shift it. Jesus coming to earth was an act of war culminating in victory when he rose from the dead, breaking the power of sin and death. Let's do that. Oh, hallelujah! 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 He's the King of kings and he's the Lord of lords. And he came as an act of war to take us back from what was, we were stolen away. And he's come to get us. I love the way that, well, let's just stop there just for a minute and just absorb this. Because here's the, here's the, here's the missing element in the average believer today. And I'm going to really get to this really big in a minute. And I believe the Lord's going to anoint it in a way that will liberate. I'm really serious about this. But because you're unaware of the level of warfare that you're in when you receive Jesus, many people fall away. They don't even have a clue that they've just stepped across into a massive warfare. They were bound and now they come into a place and they got to, they got to realize, wait a minute, Jesus won this thing. And I says, Yes. I remember talking to uh, Cindy Jacobs uh, in the airport. Cindy Jacobs is a world-renowned and uh, prophet in the body of Christ and a sweetheart of a person, just amazing person. And uh, I saw me, uh, a friend of mine in, way back in, uh, saw her in the um, Pittsburgh airport, and we were both getting on the same airplane, and there was a layover in Cincinnati, and then I was heading down to Florida, and she's going out to Colorado Springs, and so... What happened is uh, we got off in Cincinnati. We were waiting for our planes. to, And so she said, well, come with me. She travels so much. She was in the Admiral's Club. I'd never been in there because I don't travel that much. So we went and sat in a lounge. And we're sitting there. And I feel the, this anointing just coming over my life. You know, like just, I said, what's happening to me? She, she smiles and says, impartation. Holy Spirit's just coming on my, you know. And we started talking about, she had just flown in from Lenin's uh, uh, tomb over Russia or whatever. Yeah, Russia. And uh, man, they went down there with a group of people and prayed to break curses. Well, who are you? And then she started to talk about, I said, how come you're so happy? She said, we have so much warfare come against us. Our office staff are the funniest people in the world. There are things that happen to us. Nobody can explain them. We go, <laughs> the hell, hell is trying to 
pull shenanigans all the time. If you don't have a good sense of humor about it, hell will take you down. You got to learn to laugh about the puny efforts of the devil. Just go ahead and say, <laughs> at least try, you know, try. Laughter's good like medicine. Some of you need a little. <laughs> Some of you need that. Some of you need the joy of the Holy Spirit freshly in your life. Isn't that true? Come on. Come on. I didn't know that was going to be part of it today. I'm just, I'm just lately all that I do is chase the Holy Spirit around. That's all I do. I just keep looking. You know, what's going on? Hey, wow, look at that. He says, oh, you haven't seen anything yet. Yes, sir. It's going to be a ride. Hallelujah. Would you, don't you love it when the Lord just comes in the room and says, hey, I'm so happy to be here. They say, you know, you're free. You, you had a one little tear come out of here and, you, and the tormenting thoughts gone out of your life and you don't even know what happened. He just went, boop, there you go. I took care of that for you. <laughs> come on, man. So I'll give you a vision of me and you playing as you were little kids and you're going to be free forever. And God goes, I got a vision of me dancing with Jesus. And I, I, don't, I don't hate myself anymore. I don't hate myself anymore. So look at this. 1 John 3, 8. It says, whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. And for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. But look at this. This is the reason. This is the Bible's reason. This is what the Bible says. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. That's why he came. Now listen, I believe the truth, see, when you get to truth, see, truth has to come and the Holy Spirit has to get on it. See, truth without the Holy Spirit, it'll just be like a dead letter. It'll be a dead thing. You need the Holy Spirit when you're reading the Bible so it comes alive, right? But you don't just want the, the, the Spirit without the truth. Father God says, worship me in spirit and in truth. The two get together and there's a catalytic power. When you, here's the thing, when you see the truth is for you and the Holy Spirit says, yes, Faith shoots up and you receive and you start taking and you step out of places into new places. So Jesus declared in uh, Luke 4, 18, the nature of his earthly ministry and continues today through the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the life of the living church who represent Jesus. And this is it. Now we've go over this and I saw something in this verse I'd never seen before. How about that? Have you ever read a Bible verse and you go, I didn't see that before. Well, the nature of what I saw has the potential for a release of an anointing that literally break all kinds of things off your life and set you into a new position. This is it. It says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. And this is the word captives. Everybody say captives. Captives. And recovery of sight to the blind to set at liberty those who are oppressed. So this is the word, captive. Next slide. In Luke 4, 18, the word captive in the biblical Greek language literally means prisoner of war. Now think, take that in. Jesus came to get you out of prison and it's a war. You put in prison. You're a prisoner of war. He came to get you out of the prison. 
Now, this is so real, this captivity. Captivity is the state or period of being, next slide. Captivity is the state or period of being held, imprisoned, enslaved, or confined. A condition of being trapped and confined under the control of someone or something. That's, that's captivity, okay? Captivity can involve words and a troubling thought process, a point of control over a part of your life that traps you and you feel powerless to control. This is captivity, being a captive. So just put up the word freedom for a moment. And I want to just talk with you. There won't be any slides for a little bit. So we're not going to look up there. We're going to just kind of invite the Holy Spirit to come in our hearts. This is a crazy thing about most people and how they deal with their problems. They do not understand that they're prisoners of war that Jesus came to liberate. People full of depression because they're prisoners of war and do not know it. There are people that are filled with emptiness and loneliness because they're prisoners of war and they don't know it. There are people who are trapped and isolated in sins and failures simply because they are prisoners of war and they don't know it. Let this sink in. People have some bad habits that hold them in bondage because they're prisoners of war. They think it's all about the, the feeling. The feeling of abandonment. The feeling of rejection. The feeling of fear. They think it's about that. No, it's about being a prisoner. You put someone in prison and you take away their need for love. What's been your downfall? What has trapped you in your life? I'm here to tell you today that Jesus came to liberate you from your prison. That's why He came. He says, I came to destroy the works of the devil. I come to liberate. Let's, let's let the Holy Spirit come. Because look, many people turn to something to medicate their pain. Isn't that true? You turn to things to medicate the pain. The very pain that comes, the pain may very well come from the truth that they were... Look, you and I were made for love. Everybody say, I was made for love. I was to be loved to give love, to know love, to be motivated by love. But God is love. Amen? But you see, prisoners of war feel abandoned. Just think about being trapped in a cell. You don't get love in a prison cell. Prisoners of war feel forsaken. Prisoners of war feel neglected. Prisoners of war feel forgotten. Who will come and rescue them? Is there a place in your life where you're ensnared? That's the Holy Spirit. Because Jesus is coming today. Jesus is showing up right now. He's going to do what He does. Jesus has come to liberate you at this very moment. This very moment. Jesus is your liberator. He's the one that comes to the place in your life where you have been a prisoner of war. Jesus came to overthrow the adversary and set all the prisoners free. 
And he sneaks in. The devil sneaks in with stuff and gets you hooked. And Jesus says, it's not about that. It's about freedom from prison. Let's praise him right now. Because Jesus is going to swing open the prison door. He's going to just swing it open. How can Jesus swing open a prison door? Because he rose from the dead. And when Jesus rose from the dead, he can explode a prison door. He just blow the door off. And he sets prisoners of war free. Let's praise the Lord right now. Just praise him. Hallelujah. 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 Now, he's been working at this all, all day, and we're in a beautiful place. Now, just lift up your heart. Spirit of God, come. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh. Fall fresh in this place. Now, the Lord's bringing up in my heart what we did Thursday. The Lord spoke very profoundly to me, and many of you received it. The Lord came on Thursday night, and he said this. He says, I'm going to break the spirit behind a bad habit. I break the spirit behind it. I felt like he just prodded me. Say that again. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we take authority. We take authority over fear. In Jesus' name. Fear be gone. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Open up to him. Something has gnawed on your heart. Something has been caused you to feel trapped, like you can't come uh, defeated. Jesus says, it's because you're still in prison. I'm coming to liberate you right now. I just felt this strong today. Freedom was going to come to many hearts. Let's just lift it up. Lift him up. Lift up Jesus. See him coming to your prison. That place in your life where you're stuck. See him walking toward you right now. You see, many habits have a spirit behind them. And the Lord says, I'm going to break the power of the devil behind what you are frail and fragile with. I'm going to break it right now. In Jesus' name, I'm going to break it right now. Just tell the Lord, thank you, Lord. Just say it, these words, I'm free. Just receive it. Receive the anointing that free. Just declare it, I am free now. I'm free. I receive your anointing and power right now. I receive your anointing. There you go. Just receive it. Activate. I receive your anointing and your power right now. Right now. Right now. Now there's something on this. Let's go ahead and receive it. It's going to grow in the room. The Holy Spirit's going to, the weight of the Spirit now is entering the room. Let it happen right now. Right now. Holy Spirit, say, I'm receiving your anointing and your power right now. Right now. That word's for me. I'm walking out of this prison. Just praise the Lord. Right now. There's something that has had a chokehold on somebody. And the Lord says, I just took it off right now. I just took it off right now. You will have freedom in this area. You didn't before. You walked in. You will now. In the name of Jesus. Let's worship. Thank you, Jesus. Just go ahead and pray. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. See, Jesus says, I'm going to release unexpected blessings in your life. There are things that are going to be... Here's how it works. When the yoke comes off... It's easier to make the decision not to do something. When, the, when you're free from it, you have options. Let's praise Him right now. Thank, thank the Lord. Options. Thank you, Jesus. Let's praise Him. Just praise Him. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, sweep through. Work the work. Okay, now I just got another understanding. There's a mental 
There's a mental, the Lord, Holy Spirit is giving a, see, look, the battle is real because the Bible actually says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. It uses these terms, warfare. There's warfare. There's warfare. Thought, psychops, thoughts, things that come to try to get between you and God. Jesus says, I'm coming down. I'm dismantling it. I'm taking it down right now. Thank you, Jesus. Let's worship Him. Thank you, Jesus. Just praise Him for your freedom. Say, thank you, Lord. Now listen, there's a, a help. There's a help that's coming to you. There's a help that's coming to you. I see it this way. The Lord's going to help us all walk. Maybe physical, maybe spiritual, maybe emotional. The Lord's going to help us walk. This is about walking in permanent freedom. We're going to be blessed and helped. Thank you, Jesus. Is anybody receiving today? Let's pause just another moment or two. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Now listen, this is very private. Very private in your heart. What you sense the Lord doing is your walk with Jesus. Hell has intended a place of prison for you for your whole life. The Lord says, I didn't intend that. I I came to declare war on what has hurt you and to break you free and to liberate you. Now, some of these thoughts from the Word of God are going in and you're, you're like adjusting to it. You're like, wait a minute, I can actually be free from that? The Lord's saying, yes, you can. You mean I can walk free from this? He says, yes, but I've never been able to before. He said, I got the keys to the prison cell. I'm opening it up. Or I just detonate the doors and blow them off. I'm just God Almighty. Let's just receive His help. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody look up here. Freedom. Inner healing. Deliverance. Where self-care, that's supposed to be the word, is, is not just an event in your life, but a walking it out in Christ. Everybody say, Every single thing. See, He cares about your soul. He delivers you from heartache. Heals the brokenhearted. Sets the captive free. Works the work. Causes blessing to come over an area where you never thought you'd ever have that blessing over your life. He says, I'm going to pour blessing over your life in an area that's been devoid of His blessing. He says, I'm coming to do that now. And that's good. See, there in, in this room, the Holy Spirit knows that there's some certain places where Certain ones of you have had doubt that God would actually bless in this place. And the Lord brings these thoughts up and says, yeah, I'll go ahead and bless that too. Because you thought you were disqualified. He says, no, no, no. I'm doing it. Not you. How many of you just want to let the Lord do the thing He wants to do and make your life better? Is anybody receiving from this? Okay, you don't have to raise your hand. So there's two people that got something out of this. Okay. Okay, here's a, we'll finish with these is real quick. 
tips on walking out your freedom in Christ and not returning to be a prisoner of war. You know, there's just something so beautiful and comfortable in the room. Is the Lord helping certain ones of you still process what He's doing? Is that happening? Because I was about to shift gears here and go to a new thing. Do you feel a, some kind of like a strength coming up inside or something? A, a capacity to do what you couldn't do before? Is that part of this? Some of you are nodding your heads, yes? Let's worship Him. Just say, praise the Lord. The Lord doesn't perceive you as lame or crippled. He doesn't perceive you the way you perceived yourself in certain places in your life. The Lord doesn't perceive you as a loser or someone incapable of winning in a certain place. He doesn't see it that way. He doesn't look at it that way. He looks at you as a victor in Him in every area. Now let's just praise Him right now. Because we don't have to run on anywhere. I don't have to finish anything. If you have a sense of Him cherishing you and giving you comfort and strength in a place that you were not strong before, that was the point of this. The Lord said, you may never have understood that this warfare was intended to put you in prison and keep you there. And Jesus is saying, I have come and I've already won the battle. And I've come to liberate you from the deep inner feelings of insecurity, from the deep inner feelings of what you would feel if you were locked up in a prison. Those emotional states of the heart are there because of being a prisoner. And if you turn to Jesus and He releases you from that place, a prison hold, then those feelings of being abandoned, neglected, forsaken, all that stuff, they leave they leave. That's a part of the prison. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. I'm coming out of prison. I'm coming out of captivity. Let's praise Him. Oh my God, praise the Lord. Praise you, Jesus. The rest of what I have to say um, is very quick. Just two scriptures and the rest of it I'll just say. John 15, 4 and 5. I'm going to give you about six little tips on how to do this, how to abide. Everybody say, let's read it together. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, the next slide. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, it is he that bears much fruit, for apart from me, you can do nothing. And so here's, here's this, this simple, simple reality of this, the kind of the future thing of where we're going and what some practical things that we can actually do to walk in the, this abiding in this life. First of all, the branch represents the vine. The life flows from the vine. Yet, the fruit of the vine is seen on the branch. Isn't that beautiful? So you see the fruit, and yet the branch can be pruned back to represent the vine in greater measure. So number one, everybody just say, number one. Just tell somebody you're going to fall in love with Jesus. Just go ahead and fall in love with Jesus. Fall in, love Jesus with everything you are. Just love Him. Look at Him. Focus on Him. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I'm my beloved's and my beloved is mine. Jesus. That's first number one, to abide. Love Jesus. 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Love Jesus. Even pray, everybody should pray, Lord, I choose that you would cover my mind and my emotions and my body and my soul and my spirit with the precious blood of Jesus. Focus on him, all of his resources. Hallelujah. Number two, commune. Commune. Commune with God in your heart every day. Let the Holy Spirit just drink deeply of the Holy Spirit. Worship and commune and invite his presence to flood your soul. That's the key. That's, no, that's number two. Just daily, daily, daily. You need a big hug from God every day. Jesus got up early in the morning, spent time with the Father, went out and prayed. He did stuff. Commune, commune, commune. This is all we like with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord as like in a, you know, being transformed in the same way. You look to him, he changes you. Hallelujah. Commune, commune. And then the spirit of truth leads you into truth. It's relational. Everybody say relational. Number three, repeat these words. Immerse yourself in, the, in God's word. Immerse. Immerse. Immerse yourself. Put it in you. Memorize it. Renew the spirit of your mind. He says, if you abide in me, uh, my word, your, my disciples, you'll know the truth. The truth will set you free. Everybody say this one. Number four, anticipate your adversary fighting back. Just go ahead and anticipate that this is going to happen. Don't be a goofball. Now that I'm free, he's never going to come back. Not. Ready? James 4, 7. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Okay. Number five. Connect with other believers who are following the Lord in fellowship and ministry. Connect in those ways. Forsaking not the assemblies of yourself together, but as a matter of some are, you know, that one. And here's the last one. Everybody say this. Live in the light. How many of you know it's dark and dirty and dingy when you live in dark? You can't even see what's wrong with your soul in the dark. Let's praise Him now. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, it's desire of every person in here, I believe, to walk permanently in freedom. That you've given freedom and you walk permanently in that freedom in Christ. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for winning the battle. Thank you for giving us the victory. Thank you, Lord, for liberating today. Thank you for blessing today in the name of Jesus. Those who are going to be praying up here, come on down if you wouldn't mind. Let's all stand up. We're going to dismiss. We will put this uh, particular message online and it might be one to just review uh, more than once. The audio. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and our heads to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So we receive it today. We receive freedom today. We receive the anointing of liberty today. We thank you, Lord. Now, um, there are... I won't say your name, but you know I'm talking to you. There are thought processes 
that the devil brings up. And you're going to have greater authority over them now. have greater authority now because of today. It went in, didn't it? Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Well, we're going to dismiss and I'm going to have anybody who wants just further agreeing prayer, if you want to open up that area of your heart and say, I want to agree for Jesus' anointing to do a special work right here, can do that but we're going to dismiss go in the victory that Jesus has given today amen amen